Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. Thank you so very much for joining me once again for Bible Tract Echoes. I'm excited about continuing our study through the book of Mark here on this Monday. If I can say from the deepest part of my heart, thank you so very much to each and every one of you that are tuning into this program right now. This program plays in so many different time zones, it boggles my mind. Over 110 radio stations, just heard of another radio station picking up this program not too long ago here in the U.S., but it also plays internationally as well. And from wherever you are listening from, thank you so very much. We're actually going to talk about someone I met just the other day that listens to the program. But right now, we're in the book of Mark, chapter number seven. We've got a good number of verses to get through. We have kind of a, a dueling purpose for the broadcast today. We're going to talk about the traditions of men and how much more important the doctrine of God is than the traditions of men. We're going to talk about that, but really the thrust that I kind of want to aim at for just a moment, I want to take just a snippet of what Jesus said in his earthly human flesh. He said something to the Pharisees that jumped out at me because I just recently heard a message on this very topic, the topic of taking care of your parents, of honoring your father and your mother. I have a good mom and dad. I have a goodly heritage. I could go back and notice through generations past, but also I'm surrounded by, I am just, I, any flourishing, any, any blessings of God on my ministry, I stand on the shoulders of giants. I am so blessed to be surrounded by good mentors, by father figures, not just my dad. And it may be that some that are listening right now, you'd say, I don't really have that testimony. You don't know my family life. Well, I'd encourage you to surround yourself with father figures, to get close to a pastor, to have some spiritual guides in your life. The Bible talks about how the multitude of counselors, there's safety there, there's wisdom there. We're going to talk about both of these things. We have a lot of the book of Mark to get through. My goal, I, I'm saying it out loud, maybe I'm just trying to speak it into existence. I'm trying, I'd like to get through Mark by the end of the year. We'll see if I do that or not. We're definitely going to take a big chunk out of chapter 7 here today. If you would, grab your Bibles, go to the book of Mark, chapter number 7. We're going to talk about how God blessed our recent open house. What a wonderful time we had. We're so very thankful for each and every person that came. We'll talk more about that in the coming days. I'd encourage you to make it to our open houses when we have them uh, once per year, once every other year. Uh, if the Lord leads, we'd love to have you be with us. Let's look at Mark chapter number 7, verse number 1. The Bible says this, Then came together unto him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is to say, with unwashing hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands, oft eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not. And many other things there be which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels, and of tables. Now pause here for just a moment. Is having uh, cleanliness and hygiene and doing the dishes, is any of that bad? No, it's absolutely not. 
But I want you to realize the level to which these Pharisees have taken some of these things. Look at verse number five. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, talk to Jesus, why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders? but eat bread with unwashed hands. He answered and said unto them, Well, hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You can always count on Jesus when he's talking to, uh, we'll say knuckleheads like these Pharisees, thought they were so smart, so high and mighty, and they don't realize they're talking to the very Son of God. I, I truly believe if they were honest with themselves, as some of them later said, uh, they realized that they were messing with something beyond their capabilities of understanding. But in their pride, in their arrogance, they, they would talk to him so flippantly, so coldly. Uh, verse number seven, how be it in vain, this is still Jesus, do they worship me? teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such like things ye do. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father and mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is Corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And ye shall suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother. Verse number 13, Making the word of God of none effect, through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. Now pause here for just a moment. We're going to unpack a good amount of stuff here. We've got 13 verses to kind of cram into the next, uh, let's say, seven minutes or so. So you listen quick. I'll try not to talk too fast. But you see here this kind of antagonistic relationship that the Pharisees had with Jesus. He was, he is, the Son of God. These Pharisees, of course, refused. These scribes just it said, I will not. We will not believe this. And they were a part of the reason for Jesus dying on the cross. Of course, we know Jesus. Jesus gave himself up. He didn't do anything he didn't want to do. But these Pharisees were so bothered. It was He was such a, a stick in the craw that they just could not let it go. And they began with needling him with words. And they find fault, found fault with his disciples. How come Jesus, Rabbi, Master, why is it? And can you just imagine the vitriol and the sarcasm, the facetiousness dripping from their lips? Master, why is it that your disciples eat bread with unwashed hands. And I'll tell you what, I'm one of those, I'm not OCD, but I like to have clean hands. If I uh, do anything, I, I want to wash my hands. And I'm not one of those guys every 15 minutes, I got to put hand sanitizer on anything like that. But I will also say this, I have been many an occasion in my life hungry enough that I have not taken the time to wash my hands before eating. I remember a long, long time ago, little boy, Micah, my pop pop, my dad's dad, he was a masonry contractor. And I got to work with him on a job for a couple of days, carrying block around. I was the gopher. I didn't know what I was doing. I just did what I was told. And I remember, I think we had a Subway sandwiches or something like that. We are not sponsored by Subway. But understand, I was there working, had had dust all over my hands, had dirt from where it would fallen down, had had block dust all over me. Of course, the, the mortar and whatnot was all over the place. And I got it all over me. And there was no, I think there's a porter potty, but it 
all it had was a hole, basically. There was no washing facilities. We were out at this, uh, I think it was a commercial building that they, they were building at the time. And my pop-up sent one of the guys, he went and got sandwiches, brought him back. You know what? I was so hungry. I was probably eight or nine years old. I was so hungry. I did not stop to think, uh, can we wash your hands first? I just wanted to eat. I was hungry. So I, I'm guilty of this, okay? I don't look down on these disciples, but I would say, you know, we should wash our hands, right? We should keep ourselves clean. We should use a dishwasher or use our sink. We shouldn't let them pile up and all that. But these Pharisees, they weren't asking because they had a cleaning service that they were trying to profit from. They weren't asking this because uh, they, were, they were plumbers and they wanted to make sure that everyone had running water in their homes. No, 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 no. They were asking this because they were religious leaders and they were just looking to find fault. And so you see here at Mark chapter number seven, they ask, how come? And Jesus answers so, so justly, so rightly, and just reams them out. I, I wonder what his attitude was. I, I, I don't imagine he was yelling at them, but it was, I'm sure it was very a very stern rebuke. As he said to them, as a prophet Isaiah, Isaiah said, and we won't turn there for sake of time, we don't have the time today, but he quotes the prophet and talks to them about how their traditions of men, they put higher than God. I caution you to be careful. If it's not in this book, I would caution you. I would warn you, beware of being loud where the Bible is quiet. Now, where the Bible is loud, where the Bible trumpets the gospel and salvation, and yes, it does talk about separation and standards and convictions and all these types of things, but I would tell you, be a little careful of preachers that will tell you their opinion before they give you the book. Speaking of, I don't want to give you more of my opinion. I want to read some verses that on my first reading here and studying for this, I was like, what is this talking about? I had to dive into it. We have the time. Look at verse number 10 of chapter 7. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corban, that is to say a gift. Pause here. What, these, what he's telling these Pharisees, and he throws it right in their face. This idea of Corbin, if you were to say about, let's say, your car, your vehicle, for them, let's say a mule or something, if you say it is Corbin, what that means is it's a gift to God. It's dedicated to God. And what that means is these Pharisees or some people like them would say about their personal possessions, well, I've dedicated that to God and therefore I cannot help my poor and destitute father and mother, what it was is a financial ploy. They weren't trying to hide their goods from the tax man. No, even worse. They were trying to hide them from being able to help their own parents. Get this. They were outwardly honoring their father and their mother, quote unquote, but they were not with their real life actions in their spirit. Absolutely not. What they would say is, oh, this, uh, my, my, this annuity or, or, or this 401k, this IRA, whatever, I've dedicated it to God. Therefore, mom and dad, I can't give it to you. I can't help you. Recently, heard a message by my father-in-law. I mentioned that my grandmother-in-law, his mother, passed away back in May. My mother-in-law and father-in-law cared for his mom for 12 years in their home. Now, I realize not everyone has the capability of doing that, but I'll be honest with you, what a testimony. And, and for him to be able to look at a casket, to look at a box with his mom or his, his dad passed away some years ago, for him to look at their face and know he doesn't have regrets for how he honored 
his father and mother. He didn't use spiritual excuses, uh, lies, or or greed wrapped and cloaked in spirituality to not take care of his mom and dad. He didn't say, I'm a pastor. I'm so busy. I, I can't care. No, no. He dedicated so much time, effort, and energy, and it leaves a it has left a mark on me and on many. He preached a message, and God used it in such a great way. And there are young people that made a decision that they want God willing to take care of their mom and dad. These Pharisees, they got a real slap across the face from Jesus, figuratively speaking, as he pointed out how they they trumpeted Moses saying, Honor thy father and thy mother, but in truth, in spirit, they did not do it themselves. I challenge you today. Let's be careful to not put above the doctrine of God. Let's not let's be careful not to put the traditions of men above that. And by the way, take care of mom and dad. I want to thank you so much for joining me for the broadcast today. I've had a wonderful time. I hope what I've talked about, hope it spoke to you just a little bit. My prayer is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll plan on talking to you very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.